0: I finished Link's Awakening. Oh my god, I screwed that up. On episode 417 of Nintendo Switchcraft, I finished Link's Awakening. The Witcher is watching over your Switch. And don't worry about your Fortnite stuff, it's still there. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. I'm Victor from North Carolina. Don't get distracted by shiny things because you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. to Nintendo SwitchCraft. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday over at twitch.tv slash Stomp. You can uh, tune in live at twitch.tv slash Stomp. I don't know why I said that twice. Maybe because I just really wish you guys would come over. It's really fun here. We got a lot of people hanging out with us today. And uh, this episode of SwitchCraft is made possible by patrons like Nort, Nort, NorthLight, that is a hard word, name to say, NorthLight36. Get Switchcraft and uh, and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar, just like Northlight36 does, by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash Stomp. If you want to leave a voicemail like you heard at the beginning of the show, that's easy to do. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I might even play it on the show. Uh, just a reminder, we have a giveaway that is going to be uh, happening on Saturday uh, around 2 p.m. roughly, so if you have not already joined that giveaway, head to runjumpstomp.com giveaway. It's a $5 Nintendo Switch eShop gift card, and uh, maybe you can buy yourself a cool game. With that being said, let's get started and uh, talk all about video games. Super Mario 1, 2, and 3. There's power in numbers. Nintendo, now you're playing with power. Each game sold separately. All right, so I finished, right before I started recording today, I finished playing Link's Awakening on the Nintendo Switch, and I want to talk about that game. It was a fantastic experience. I've never played the original on the Game Boy. I didn't play it on the Game Boy Color. I don't know why, because I did have a Game Boy Color. I think I got the Game Boy Color well after that came out, and really, the game that I played on that was Tetris. It was a Tetris machine, basically. And I played Tetris on that like nonstop. But Link's Awakening just never caught my eye. I was never interested in it. I did try playing like an emulated version a couple of times. And I found that the two button uh, input method was just really limiting. And having played other games before, like I think I played all of the Zelda games before I played Link's Awakening. And having played those games, it made me say, yeah, this is just not fun playing it like this. Because every single screen that you're on, you had to switch which uh, which items you're using multiple times. And it was frustrating. Uh, but when it came to the Switch and that art style, oh my God, that art style. When it came to the Switch, I decided I'm definitely going to check this one out. Um, the First off, let's talk about the the art design. It's a beautiful game. I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. But man, I uh, like think Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and all those old uh, Christmas-style movies with like uh, wooden dolls and stuff. That's, that's what the game looks like. I'm sure that you already know. But I finally finished it uh, today, and it was really, really fun. I will say this: the seventh dungeon. I really did not enjoy the 7th dungeon. The 7th dungeon was very frustrating to me. There was way too much backtracking, and don't worry about spoilers. I'm not going to spoil anything, Uh, but there's just way too much backtracking back and forth in the 7th dungeon, and I kind of complained about that on my Discord uh, channel, which is uh, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. There's a bunch of really cool people on there, and somebody was like, oh, uh, I liked that one. I hated the next one, and so I was really nervous as to what the eighth dungeon was going to be like and I went through this morning and did the eighth the eighth dungeon the uh the turtle rock and I was like, oh, that's not bad at all. that was actually really fun. There was one spot that I got stuck on and I had to look up what to do next, and you might think of that as cheating i i just I'm too old to deal with being stuck on a game for a really long time, and it was either look it up or put the game away and never finish it. And I was like, okay, I I, I got to find out what happens, or not find out what happens. I got to finish this so I can check it off my list and move on to something else. Not because I wasn't having fun with it, but because I just don't have a very long attention span when it comes to video games. And I was kind of talking about this on stream, uh, on my Twitch stream the other day or today. And I can't figure out what it is with like my brain, but some games, very much story-based games, I have a very hard time finishing those kinds of games. Whereas I will put hundreds of hours into something like Diablo or Overwatch or... Um, Elder Scrolls Online or Final Fantasy 14 or Fortnite or um, Apex Legends. And what do all those games have in common? They have multiplayer in common. So multiplayer games, I have no problem sinking tons and tons and tons of hours into. But whenever I play a single player game, I am very quick to bore. Like I get bored with the game quickly or something shiny distracts me and I start that shiny thing and I never come back to it because it's kind of daunting for me I I have what I describe as goldfish memory so like when I go get back to a game after having not played it for a while I struggle a lot with what exactly was I doing how does the controls work I I just can't remember anything and then I always feel like if I'm really going to experience this game the right way, I should start over. So then I start over, and as I uh, play along, something shiny will distract me again, and I get pulled away from the game, and then I just never come back to it. So with Link's Awaken, I was like, I really I really want to finish this. And it's a pretty short game. I looked on my playtime on Nintendo Switch, and it says over 10 hours, which I don't know what the hell that means, because like... I spent 45 minutes on the last dungeon alone, so the idea that I only spent a little over 10 hours on this game is ridiculous. I'm going to guess that I probably spent about 20 hours on the game. Now, I know that you can beat it much faster, but I had never played it before, so I was... I was looking around and, and lost a lot of times and trying to figure things out. And there were a couple times where I had to go to guides and, and figure things out that way or, or read how to do something. But uh, all, all in, I would say probably a little less than 20 hours because I'm assuming that that's like the next threshold. I wish Nintendo would tell us, you spent uh, 15 hours and 16 minutes on this game. I would love to know that information. I don't know why I want to know that information, but I would like to know that information. And we know that Nintendo knows how to do this because they did it on the Wii U. They did it on the 3DS. Why they don't do it on the Switch, I don't understand. Uh, but that being said, uh, it was, you know, I looked at my, I have the parental controls set up on my Switch just so I can see like what games I'm playing the most of. And if I bring up my, my, um, my, uh, my Switch on there for September, my most played game is Zelda Link's Awakening. My second most played game is Torchlight 2. And my third most played game is Tetris 99. Um, Link's Awakening is just a, a fantastic game. And I highly recommend it to anyone who wants to play it. It's The frame rate problems that I did notice when I first started, I, I just kind of forgot about them. And they fade away when you are playing the game. In a little bit uh, like tangentially related um, story that I read earlier today is somebody has a mod out there that allows you to make it so that so that takes away the tilt shift. And if you don't know what tilt shift is, it's a way for the top and the bottom of the screen to be slightly out of focus while the middle of the screen is in focus. And it makes everything look a little more like toys, if that makes sense. Um, there's a, there's a really cool, if you just Google tilt shift photography, you'll see some really cool, uh, images of actual objects that look like toys. And, uh, that's the filter that they have on this game to make everything look even more toy-like. Uh, somebody made a mod to get rid of that tilt shift. I didn't like it as much. I thought it looked cooler with the tilt shift. I think the tilt shift makes it look really rad. Anyway, I love this game and I, I cannot recommend it enough. Now, I know that there's there's been many people who have asked me, Bill, do you think Link's Awakening, which is a remake of an older game, which is relatively short, uh, is worth $60? And to this, I would say um, that depends on what $60 means to you. However, uh, earlier this weekend, I saw, excuse me, sorry, I'm starting to cough on um, a little bit. Uh, Earlier this weekend, I saw a wonderful tweet from Jules Watson. He is the head guy over at um, Atui Games, and he said a very, I'm trying to bring it up because I loved exactly how he phrased it, and now I can't, Uh, but he said the value of a game, and I'm paraphrasing because I can't find the tweet, but he said the value of a game is not not determined by its price. And I love that. That's kind of the idea that I've said a million times before where I've said, look, I don't like saying that this game is worth X dollars or not worth X dollars because X dollars is worth a different amount to each person. You know, somebody can spend $60 on something and not bat an eye, while somebody else might not be able to eat if they spend $5 on this. So I don't like saying whether or not a game is worth X dollars. For me, I absolutely got my money's worth out of Link's Awakening. It was super fun. And if you're curious, I finished it, which never happens. I don't finish single-player games. So uh, clearly... I really enjoyed Link's Awakening. Otherwise, I wouldn't have finished it. All right, let's move on. Uh, Overwatch, Overwatch. I'm not talking about the Blizzard Hearthstone nonsense and uh, you know how they're supporting um, people who are suppressing free speech and uh, you know democracy. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is overwatch legendary edition is coming to the nintendo switch it's coming out soon i think tomorrow i could be wrong about that i gotta have i'm gonna have to look it up let me bring up nintendo's uh press site and we'll see exactly what day that that's coming out because i didn't plan on talking about what day it comes out so i didn't think that i needed to have it on there october 15th yeah tomorrow i was right take that you uh doubters. Uh, So Overwatch Legendary Edition comes out tomorrow and the physical copy does not have a game card. Like there is no cartridge in the box. If you go to GameStop or Amazon or Best Buy or wherever it is that you are going to buy your game from, it does not have a cartridge in the box. And I know that there's people who will see this and they will say, oh, well, that's awful. And I understand that. But at the same time, this is an online only game. I mean, yeah, you can play against bots, I think, but it's terrible and not fun. Um, This is an online, this game is meant to be played online. So I can understand why you wouldn't bother to include a cartridge. Not only do you have to have an internet connection to play this so you can download it, but you constantly have to patch this game. Like this game will continue to get new updates all the time. So in addition to your cartridge, you'll also have to download stuff anyway. So it might as well just be all on your system. So somebody might say, well, then why even bother selling a physical version to begin with? And I can understand that question. I absolutely can understand that question. And here's the answer. Because not everybody knows that you can play Overwatch on the Nintendo Switch. Not everybody follows Nintendo Switch news like that. Not everybody follows Blizzard news like that. And even if you did follow Blizzard news like that, you would be completely inundated with all of the Hong Kong stuff that you might not realize that Overwatch is coming to Nintendo Switch. So they need this on store shelves. This is a big game. This is a very, very big game. And I'm not talking about like digital footprint size. I'm talking about it's a big deal for this game to come to the Switch. And for it to be on the shelf means that there's going to be a lot more people who see it that would not have otherwise seen it. So that's the reason why they have um, this version of, uh, the, the physical version, even though it doesn't contain anything, it just has a download code. So you do have to download the full game. Now, what's included with the physical version? It includes a three-month Nintendo Switch Online individual membership, and it costs $40. So I was curious. I was like, man, I'll tell you what, the download version that you get by going to the eShop better include that too. So I went to Nintendo's site, I looked up Overwatch, and it does. It contains the three months uh, of Nintendo Switch Online individual membership, which, if you would pay for that individually, that would cost twelve dollars. If you bought it um, for, you know, month by month, if you bought it month by month, you would be spending twelve dollars for that three, um, for the three months. So, how much does Overwatch really cost? Well, forty minus twelve. All right, so there you go. It costs about twenty eight dollars, and I think that that's a really good deal. Am I going to buy it? I don't think so. I like, I've been asked this multiple times today, not just today, but in in previous days. Am I going to buy Overwatch on the Nintendo Switch? I would love to, I really would, and this has nothing to do with the Hong Kong stuff. My my decision to not buy Overwatch for the Switch has way more to do with the fact that it doesn't have cross uh, platform uh, progression. So the stuff that I've unlocked on my ps4 or on my PC does not transfer over to the switch. I find that frustrating and that means I don't want to I don't want to start from scratch. All the cool stuff that I've unlocked on my on my account, I want to have access to that. If someday we get that then 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 there you go. I'm fine with that. Uh, Vaxer says it auto-renews unless cancel. Vaxer in chat, he's one of our our uh, stalwart um, chatters who's always here when I'm live. Uh, so thank you, Vaxer. That's that's something else to keep in mind. If you have a credit card on file when you buy this game, it will automatically renew your three month membership when it's all done. Uh, so that's something that you want to make sure that if you don't want that then you're going to want to shut that off. However, you wouldn't be able to play this game without the Nintendo Switch Online individual or family membership. You have to have the NSO uh, membership in order to play this game online. So I'm not going to pick this up uh, unless it supports cross-platform progression. And uh, I honestly, if you don't have the game on any other platform, should you pick it up? Yes, if you like competitive first-person shooters and you have Nintendo Switch online and you don't have any pl- place else to play Overwatch, then yes, you should pick it up on the Nintendo Switch. All that being said, if if uh, if you can play it someplace else, you'll have a better experience. You'll probably have better frame rate. I don't know what frame rate Overwatch is running at on the Nintendo Switch. I'm going to assume it's not 60. I could be wrong, but I would assume it's not 60. Actually, you know, I don't think that that really matters because they don't have cross platforms so you're only playing against other Switch players. So therefore, everybody's not the same. It doesn't matter if you... As long as everybody's on the same level, then that's fine. Uh, so get it on your favorite system. But for me, I'm going to keep playing it on the uh, PS3. Vaxor in chat, again, thank you, Vaxor. He says, Overwatch on Nintendo Switch runs at 30 frames per second. It's going to run at a better frame rate on the other consoles. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because the people you're playing against also are at 30 frames per second. Anyway, uh, I think it's time that we take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about The Witcher and whether or not you're picking up the, The Witcher on the Nintendo Switch and whether or not I'm picking up The Witcher on Nintendo Switch. Stick around. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. right at home go to pretty litter.com and use code spotify for 20 percent off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details all right we are back and the witcher the witcher the witcher the witcher it is coming out what day is it coming out i'm looking right now october 15th tomorrow it's coming out tomorrow on the nintendo switch and i made a twitter poll which will run for seven days Uh, I did it right before the show started. It's already got like 20-something votes. And it says, uh, the the poll says, uh, picking up Witcher on Nintendo Switch, physical, digital, or none? And uh, 26% said that they would be picking up the physical version. 13% said they would be picking up the digital version. And 61% said that they are not buying it. Uh, Here are the reasons that people have said so far, the people who replied to the tweet. Um, Ivan Rodriguez says, already have it on the PS4, but only got 15 hours in before I gave up as I didn't have the time. So I will definitely get it on the Switch so I can play it anywhere. Switcher for the win. Uh, Gavin Butcher says, I already own it on the PS4. It's an awesome game. Uh, Blitzkrieg 2121 says, buying it because I've never played it, but also I want to support the work done to bring this game to the Switch on one cart. At CD Projekt Red cares about the gamers, and it's awesome to see. Uh, so, first off, I want to I want to reply to what what Blitzkrieg is saying here. And don't think for a second that I'm trying to take anything away from CD Projekt Red. I do think that they care about what gamers think, not because, and I think that the reason is. Not because they're trying to be altruistic or anything, uh, but the real reason is because they, they're they one of the few companies that understands that if you treat the gamers right, if you respect their time and their money, if you do that, then they will reward you. And that's something that I think that CD Projekt Red understands very, very well, and many other developers do not understand, they would prefer to try to manipulate you in order to get your money. Whereas CD Projekt Red, I feel that they would prefer to earn your respect rather than manipulate you into giving them money, if that makes sense. Uh, So while I agree with the sentiment of what Blitzkrieg is saying, I don't think it's really that they care like they're not trying to be altruistic i think that they're just doing good business uh that being said maybe i'm wrong maybe they are being altruistic what exactly is blitzkrieg referring to they're referring to the fact that all of the witcher 3 and both dlc packs are all on one cartridge no dlc required there's none. There is no DLC. There's no actual downloading that you have to do. You get you get that cartridge. You put it in, and it's going to be on on your system, and that is very very impressive. Especially when we see many uh, companies who make games on the Nintendo Switch, and uh, they will ship a game um, with half the game not on the uh, not on the cartridge. So you still have to download it. It's something we've talked about many many times. Why do they do this? They do it because buying the cartridges is expensive and they don't care about doing the right thing and treating the 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 people. They prefer to manipulate the customer rather than do right by the customer knowing that that will make more customers care about what they're doing. Hopefully I have I've said that the way that I the way that I'm trying to say. But I'm curious as to whether or not you're picking up Witcher on Nintendo Switch. If you are, is it going to be physical or digital? Or maybe you're not. And why or why not? And uh, all you got to do is reply to my tweet at Stomp. You can find that on Twitter at uh, Stomp, Or you can go to my my uh, website, RunJumpStomp.com. And this is episode 417 of Nintendo Switchcraft. You can find a link to that tweet there. And you can reply with your reasons. Now... <clears throat> Now I need to talk about whether or not I'm going to be getting The Witcher on Nintendo Switch. And no, I'm not. And uh, it's not because I don't think that CD Projekt Red deserves to be supported. They do. It's not because I don't think that they did a great job, which by all accounts, they did. Uh, But for me, I already own the game on PC. And I know that, sure, I could play it in portable mode by, you know, sitting in bed or whatever and playing instead or down on the couch while my son is playing a game on the big screen. But I probably just won't. Like, I'm not likely to play that way. I would probably end up playing most of the time sitting right here at this desk on my screen in front of me. And so I could just do that on my PC anyway, so I don't really have a reason to do that, and uh, I, I have not yet played the game. I got it when it was really, really cheap on like Humble Bundle or something like that, but it, like for me, it just it doesn't make sense for me to buy it all over again. Uh, I am curious how how you will be uh, doing this, if at all. All right, let's move on. Uh, I real quick before we get out of here, Fortnite. Uh, The world ended in a giant black hole. Uh, It was really cool. As far as um, Battle Royale games go, I very much prefer Apex Legends. I think it's a more fun experience for me. I don't like the building mechanics in Fortnite. I do think that Fortnite is a good game, but I just don't play it anymore because I like Apex better. That being said... I don't think any company is as good as Epic Games at at doing cool events Um, like this was really neat. I didn't get to watch it live because my family and I were off Apple picking and, um, you know, we were hanging out with my mom afterwards. And I brought I got out my phone and I showed it to my son and we, we sat there and watched it on my phone. It's very impressive that they did that. And now it's been down since then. Like, you can't play Fortnite right now. You can't play it. And uh, Nintendo posted an article, just in case people were worried. Uh, It says, unable to play Fortnite due to blackout. Uh, It says, this information article can help you when you're unable to play Fortnite during the Fortnite blackout. Due to the Fortnite blackout, all game modes are currently unavailable for play. Please be assured that your inventory items and V-Bucks are secure for any further questions and concerns, please contact Epic Games for assistance. So this is basically Nintendo saying, don't worry. This is just a a thing that Epic Games is doing to build hype around Fortnite. And it's working like people have been watching this black hole on Twitch for like, I don't even know how many hours now. I'm going to bring it up. I want to see... um, yeah. So right now, there are 39,000 people watching the black hole on Twitch. And uh it's it, like you can't, there's nothing happening. And it's been going for over 24 hours now. So who knows what's going on with that? Only time will tell. I think it's cool. I like the way that they do this. I think it's interesting and it's funny. And I just, I think it is cool. So Uh, Way to go, Epic Games, for doing weird, weird stuff that keeps people looking. I think that that's cool. Last thing before we get out of here. uh, Nintendo tweeted out this really weird tweet about Luigi's Mansion 3, which is coming in like in two weeks. In two weeks, we're going to be playing Luigi's Mansion 3. I'm so excited. I'm very, very excited for that game. Um, And then they got this weird thing on Twitter where if you'd use the hashtags Luigi's Mansion 3... Uh, it's going or Luigi's Mansion or Luigi or hashtag Gooigi, you get this weird little emote that shows up after whatever you type. I don't know if this is like I mean, does anybody care? I don't really care about this. What would be cooler is if um they did like something with Twitch where if you donated to a certain charity, it would unlock this emote to be used on Twitch permanently. Like that kind of thing. I think that that would not only be much more interesting because this is going to go away in a little while. And once you, after it's over, if you type Luigi's Mansion 3 hashtag or whatever, um, the little ghost guy won't be there. So who cares? I just think it would have been better for Nintendo to not only find a way to uh, motivate people to donate to a charity, uh, also get people to care about Luigi's Mansion more. Not that people don't care, but like get it out in front of people some more on Twitch. And uh, you could easily do that by doing these, you know, donate to a charity uh, or cheer like, they do this on Twitch a lot, where if you cheer with a certain cheer moat, it unlocks emotes for you, and then a portion of that cheer goes to charity, uh, which I think is a really good system. Uh, Nintendo, I think, should have done that instead of this weird partnership with with Twitter, which puts these ghost emotes on your hashtags. I think it's kind of weird. Anyway, I think it's time to wrap things up. Let's... uh, uh let's let's talk about that. Become a part of the community over at Runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can also watch the show live on my Twitch channel. You can get a hold of me at runjumpstomp at gmail.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Runjumpstomp. This show is part of the giant size team up network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And if you want to support the show, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. This music that you are hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out with me. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.